0: Happy
1: Sunday, welcome to another episode. How are we feeling today, guys? Today, today I'm feeling good, man. First, let's take a moment to appreciate this fly. Just wanna wanna wanna, wanna let y'all soak it in. It's okay. Take a moment. Don't well for myself right now.
0: Poultry? Bars, bars, bars. Rest in peace to Kobe. Kobe?
2: Man, week was cool, um, smooth, you know. Right. Uh, just heard the news about Miss Esther Scott. Uh, really tragic to hear that. Um, she was in a lot of great movies I've seen. And I just wish her and her family well. As well as, as
0: well as Pop Smoke. You know, these 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 deaths just keep hitting us hard, man. Especially in Black History Month, man. It's like we, after the last two months, you know. With Kobe and other people passing It's like Like we just can't get a break man Like I don't even know what's I don't know what's in the atmosphere I don't know what's in the universe right now It's just some dark energy Or cloud or something I don't know You know It's still only February And it already feels like the longest year ever Yeah you know I I, I don't know man You also got uh, Jeanette Du Bois Who passed away Too, Rest in peace to her family and close friends man like we just need like just a month where like everything goes good for our people you know where it's like no violence nobody getting shot nobody dying you know like it has me saying like protect certain people at all costs you know like we we don't want to see any more deaths you know we don't want to see anybody else being killed for, 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 for no reason, man, for no reason, like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know why Pop Smoke got, got shot, like, it, it's, it's, not even making any sense to me, you know, like, even when you think about, like, Nipsey Hussle, in a sense, like, you know, like, somebody went up to him and shot him, like, that kind of, it still doesn't make sense, but it kind of makes sense, you know, this one, like, it makes no sense at all. Like, you're in L.A., you're chilling, you know, you're, you're relaxing, you know, you're shopping, you know, just trying to enjoy life, you know, especially at 20 years old. And then, boom. Only 20s, man. Come on. And when you look at his obituary, you know, as far as the dates, you know, where he was born, it's like, come on, man. You didn't even live life yet, man. Yeah Like what were you doing At 20 man
1: I can't even remember To be honest Yeah Everybody's been Everybody's been Celebrating in a sense Just making it To 2020 And being able to see 2020 Mm -hmm. And to know that This man was Only alive For 20 years And to have it just Cut at that very number Is just fucking crazy Yeah 2020
0: And he died at 20 Like I didn't, I didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it.
1: This dude right. was born in 2000 or something. Like-
0: That's crazy. When everybody thought the world was going to end and all this other crazy stuff, you know. <sighs> ah, goes out to the family. Yeah, man. Big, crazy, big. Man. Big shout out to anybody who knew him from Canarsie. Anybody who was affiliated with him. You know, friends, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Praise going out to all of you guys. You know. Um. While we're talking about these deaths of black folks, and I don't like to use the word black, but you know, for this for this um, segment, we will. I want to highlight Black History Month because Black History Month is something that is given us is given to us. Excuse me, on the shortest day of the month, but we know we, we know and recognize it every single day. So since Society has given us this month. We're going to take some time to discuss our favorite moments, our favorite things, and our favorite person in history. I don't
1: know if anybody wants to start it off. I'll start. Um, Favorite person, I'm going to say Malcolm X. All right. Um, Reason being is because a lot of people like to shed light only on the aggressive part and just the way he approached certain things with the whole um being the opposite of Martin the King type thing. Yeah. You know, is is more, you know, fight fight them the way they fighting us. A lot of people, you know, pay attention to that. What I paid attention to and um shout out I forgot the guy's name, but shout out to the dude um that did the documentary because I actually just finished watching that not that long ago. But, but um what I admire is he was he was taken in by someone who wanted to, to teach him a new way. A new way of thinking, just have a new path in life from the the um, from the path he was used to. But just like anything, you might not have the same thought process or the same feelings going into something true. versus coming out of it. Mm-hmm. So the world looked at it as he went against the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and just went against the beliefs and went against the um, fruit of Islam and all things like that. But truth is he gained... he. I don't necessarily want to say more, but I just want to say he gained a different level of knowledge to where he felt like he needed to separate himself from the fruit of Islam to really accomplish the very things he wanted to accomplish. To me, that's my favorite person, because you got to just really think of how difficult that is. You're, you're in a world to where you're fighting an everyday war, which is racism. You're fighting against these white police officers, these white politicians, these, these white people who are just constantly... Belittling you, um, just just doing everything in their power to constantly keep you down. So Malcolm X was that's constantly sweet. fighting that fight, but at the same time having to watch his back, yeah, and go through trials and tribulations that you know of within his own community, which what I explained with the whole food of Islam and things like that. So that's why I say he's my favorite person because you have you gotta have an amazing amount of strength to to be able to stand up and help the world deal with world issues while still dealing with issues coming from the very people that you're trying to fight for. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's dope. Welcome back, man.
2: Yeah. That's dope, that's dope. Drew, you wanna go? Um, I would say my favorite person would be George Washington Carver. All right. I just appreciate his creativity mm. in a lot of things. Yeah. And he was, he was a man of science, but he had he had a great creative mind and he created things that we still use today yeah. which is peanut butter peanut butter and for you white folks mayonnaise um <laughs> and I don't even eat mayonnaise dog <laughs> I go hold you but other than that he he inspired a lot of people and he inspired me um just to use your creative mind Because That's what's going to help you get to where you want to be In life And you gotta let your own creativity Take you to where it's supposed to be Fire picture Fire picture Um, My favorite moment would have to be It wouldn't be my favorite Nor is it I can't even explain it I would just say slavery In the aspect of the things that we had to overcome As black people african-americans um we faced a lot of things and but yet we still stuck together on that aspect we fought together we had to do exactly what it had to take to become better people and just just the understanding of how it was done why it was done and uh, for all y'all that are Ignorant and believe that slavery was the beginning of Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Wrong. You're very, you're very wrong. Mm-hmm. That is not the start. It was one of the um, significant events that happened, but that wasn't the start of Black History Month. But again, I appreciate the struggle and the determination that my people had to face, and it's embedded in all of us. Um, to fight the good fight um, never lose sight of who you are yeah. or if you do go back and relearn where you originally came from go, because go, there are go. people that try to kick all the good na- all the good things that was Im- embedded in us and telling us we is trash no you're not you're not trash okay. got it got it got it got it remember where you come from where you come from <laughs> you want to
0: So if I had to name a favorite person, it would be Dr. Sebi, um, rest in peace to the king. For those who do not know of this man or know of this great man, he was a man who cured all diseases. He cured AIDS, he cured diabetes, he cured sickle cell, he cured blindness, everything you can name of all kinds of diseases in a body. you know, he. Has cured people from um, left eye to um, very other famous um, celebrities, you know, and he started that, that trend, um, holistic trend of like eating healthy, using herbs. You know, he wasn't, the, he wasn't the first person to do it, but he really started the trend, you know, for people to really say, oh, if this man could do it, I could do it as well you know, that became important, especially in our society, you know, when people have diabetes and they have high cholesterol, etc. So rest in peace to Dr. Um, Sebi. You um, really changed not only my life, our life, but other people's life. So um, shout outs to you. Um, favorite part of remembering our history is just remembering our culture. Um, our culture is unique, one of a kind, you know, it, it can't be described in one word, it's so much different things, you know, and I think if I keep on talking about it, I'll be talking until next year, because that's how much there is to cover about our culture. You know, you can't describe it in one word, you can't describe it in one sentence, you actually see it, you live it, you breathe it, it exists. So. Our culture is my favorite part about our history, you know. Um, you have anything to say with that, Does or your favorite part? Or you want me to go to the next?
1: No, I actually agree with that. you just said. Just the culture and everything that's you know, provided for all these people who steal from it. All right.
0: Well, cool. All right, for those who have watched, we thank you for watching. We thank you for the comments. We thank you for the likes. Um, Desmond had something to say about our last episode that he did. Shout
1: out to all of y'all for supporting the last episode definition for subscribing, um, commenting on it. Appreciate y'all. And most importantly, I want to thank everybody that's actually been engaging with us on social media. Every time there's a question posted on the stories, you actually give answers Give suggestions like a lot of people been engaging with us man so shout out to y'all we appreciate that i mean we're growing man yeah
0: thank you but while we giving out shout outs handing people flowers we're gonna give a shout out to ty for actually inspiring this episode for racism mr ketchup himself so so thank you so much um we're gonna get into it for those who are new to this welcome we are are you listening um season one episode four Right here, right here, right here And before we introduce ourselves We're going to talk about racism I go by the name of Lade My, my
1: name's Drew I go by the name of
0: Desmond Bonet And you're listening to our
1: You Listening Radio, Radio. Oh yeah Oh
0: baby Oh yeah So we're going to define racism um, With the dictionary terms and with our terms We're uh, probably going to intertwine with each other a little bit um, the definition kind of reads um, prejudice and discrimination from one part of race to somebody superior. So that's the definition of racism as it is defined um, on Dictionary.com. And um, do we agree with that? I don't um, agree with it. What's our what's our terms of definition? Um, racism? Excuse me. What's our definition of racism? <laughs> I I agree with mm-hmm. the. Little tongue twister.
1: I agree with how they try to make it seem. All right. But I feel like they're not being 100% truthful. All right. My personal definition, or uh, what I would deem as my definition as, um, for racism, would be a form of unexplained hatred towards another race. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's like. That's like black and white right
0: there You know Like I felt that I felt that Yeah, yeah. I think I think that hate Kinda Puts it in perspective yeah, yeah 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 Kinda 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 Forms everything together You know Because When the definition says Pre-just And uh, that, that That doesn't really fit right You know what I'm saying Like It feels like there's there's more to that, you know? Um, Drew, you, you know.
2: Um, if I could just sum it up to one word, it would be unjust. It's be unjust acts mm. towards others. All right. Um, I think and I, I hope and I hope some of y'all agree that the um, dictionary term is um, a sweep under the under the rug, swept under the rug. All right. Um, they forget the grid, the grittiness of what really it, racism is. Got it. Like like what you just basically said, Desmond, pure hatred to someone or to some community, culture, or continent from wherever they come from. So, I, I say it's unjust acts. Got it, got it, got it. So, I have a
0: demonstration. But you have to watch the whole video in order to get (laughs) to the demonstration. So that's the trick. That's the trick. You gotta watch the whole thing in order to
1: get to the to the meat and potatoes, in in a sense. And now, sorry to cut you off. And after you watch to the very end to see the demonstration, I'm gonna try to comment. You know, your your honest thoughts under this video, as well as you can on messages on social media. Just really, really give us your thoughts as to you know what you think about it. All right, all right. Now, dissecting a little bit,
0: you know, normally we talk about issues that happen in the workplace. Um, Even though some of these will dissect into the workplace, it's not heavily driven in that manner. I'm gonna read out the questions and then we are gonna like just dissect and pick which ones we wanna talk about and just have a little discussion for you guys. So the first question is who has experienced racism um, and explain how does it feel. Number two is what is your fondest memory/slash experience with racism? Like your first memory with racism. The third question is where have you experienced racism the most? At a job, traveling, school, etc. Question number four: Why does racism exist? Number five: How can we as a people end racism? And do you think racism will ever end? Number six: Last but not least. If you could write racism a letter, what would you say? And who would like to start it off with number, et cetera, et cetera? Um,
1: Let's get the show going, guys. I'll start it off with number one. Who has experienced racism? And explain briefly how it feels. Um, matter of fact, I'm a, it's okay to do two at a time? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'll start it with one, but then I also want um, dive into number two. So number one. Um, I... Definitely experienced Racism um, The type of racism I personally felt Always left me in a In a state of confusion Word? <laughs> Don't you <laughs> joke that whole thing Nah um, It left me in a state of confusion Just cause The situations, the situations I've been in Hasn't been like super in my face to the point of I'm doing this because of the color you are, because of what you represent or what I think you represent, right? Mm-hmm. But it's been done in for lack of a better term, um T V is kinda messing me up because I keep looking at the TV or so looking at the camera. Not to say that it's minuscule but lack of a better term, just um on a smaller on a smaller level. The racism that that I've dealt with I felt like, um... I felt like has always been done in a way to expect a cover-up. If that makes sense. The racism I dealt with was in a way to where I knew for a fact this is what it was. But I had to think about my reaction because the way they did it, the way it was worded, could still turn out to be bad for me. And, Mm. um... I'll give, you, I'll give you a perfect example, which is going to have me going to number two. What was your fondest memory slash experience with racism? Um, I am 16 years old at the time. I'm a junior in high school, and my constitutional law teacher looks at me and says, you're just going to be another Puerto Rican dropout. Now, this, this man has had a personal issue with me for a while. I know this, so I know where it's coming from, but... I'll be a complete idiot to not sit here and admit that I was I was a bad 16-year-old kid in school. I, I, I was a bad 16-year-old kid in school. So just me kind of being a little smarter than what I was supposed to be or just being, you know, a level ahead of just keeping myself up there, I was able to think that far ahead, like, okay, he can use X, Y, and Z to kind of Fuel what he said or to give it kind of any validity and have him say no, I didn't mean it in this way It was meant like this So I would say that's the kind of ra- That's the kind of racism. i dealt with to the point to where if you react to it From the perspective of others it might not look that way you have to kind of be in that situation mm-hmm. and That's that's just one experience for those who might still be a little a little foggy. I'll go a little further if I'm allowed to yeah, go ahead um school i am my mother and father both puerto rican born and raised in puerto rico came out here learned english blah 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 right i'm puerto rican i know my roots taino um i'm having a brain fart but i i, I know my roots and you know my, my background things like that my mother and my father made sure we knew that so going to school just because i don't speak it fluently and the people that i choose to hang out with who's you know my friends to the other you know Puerto Rican people or my people looked at it like oh you're trying to be black you don't speak Spanish like us so you stay over there we don't fuck with you mm.
0: that
1: was like that was the start of it and I, I, I mostly got that from Puerto Rican women and you know it's not too bad cause I found my way to chocolate from there but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it started it started over just like small and I'm and once again I'm saying small not as in the act is small but just in comparison to the different levels of racism I may have dealt with. So it started over just small things like that. Oh you're trying to be black and you don't speak Spanish and you only hang with black guys and you know at, at a certain age you don't really have the energy to kinda explain to people backgrounds and culture and all of that. So I just like I said I kinda just let them do whatever thing however and continue to be who I was and continue to, you know, hanging around the people I hung out with. So, those are my experiences and the reason why it always left me in a state of confusion is once again, like, I, it wasn't done in a way to where, like, you know, just in your face. It was always just kind of underlining thing. Um, like I, man, I sneaky, saying, I, yeah, like, yeah, like, sneaky, like, I hire you for a job, you're a great worker, but I don't like you, I want to fire you, how can I do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. kind of like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, every every situation has kind of been like that. Um,
0: yeah, everything else we we'll go through a little later. That's crazy, man. I, I never, I mean, just hearing your story, you know, like like like, yeah, a, a lot of people might think that, you know, it's only it's only just black people mainly who get the get the get the you know the the full. The full uh, attack in a sense of racism but you know they're latinos they're um native americans you know some 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 asian you know mm-hmm. they all experienced you know things that you went through you know so thanks for sharing man
2: thanks for sharing yeah you, man. drew how about you man uh i will go with number uh number three i'll go with number three yeah, pick um three one. I say I experienced uh, racism the most at school, right. and a little bit of traveling, in a way. Um, for school, um, I had a professor. Um, he he was teaching about punishment and all different types of punishment, and it may not seem like it was racism at the time, but it was just trying to get an understanding. Of where he was coming from, but I think he went a different route. Like he should have went a whole different route than the route he did. Um, what he did was he brought a shoestring model of a noose, and I was and I was the only I was the only African American kid sitting in front of the classroom. All right. And he walked around holding the noose and was just dangling it. And it was just a fact of like, he was dangling in my face. Wow, I was just like, and the first thing in my mind was like, obviously to retaliate, but then again, I remembered where I was. So I was just like, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't uh, um, retaliate. Um, What were the steps to go and speak my mind? Um, That was probably one of the craziest times I've experienced it. Again, it may seem like it wasn't racism, right. but it was just the, the steps that he took. Got it, got it. That, in that point. The second place I probably experienced.
0: Wait, hold on, hold on. Hmm? Not to cut you off with that, were there any other black people in the class? There were like, if I had to
2: recall, I think it was like two, no, it was like three or four. All right and they didn't say anything. Yeah. But they we were all in shock.
0: Yeah, you could tell everybody felt yeah. awkward. Yeah.
2: Like I had even had certain students, yeah, you know, certain white students like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did that." I'm just like, "What are you saying that he couldn't do that? He wasn't dangling in your face." Yeah. And you had certain um kids, uh, foreign exchange students that didn't know what that was. Yeah. Wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. So he was just waving it in you guys' face? Yeah. And wasn't it... He Like, it, I was on the left side, and yeah, right. he was just dangling on the left side, but he didn't go to the other, other oh, side. Oh, wow. And all, the ex- and all the exchange students were on the right side. All right. And little do they know, they don't even know what a news was. Right. Yeah. They, they were looking at each other and speaking in their native tongue, like, what is that? I don't know what that is. So now, now, now more of the story come out
0: that that does seem like racism. If yeah. he's just coming to you guys and attacking you guys rather than going to the other students, especially when you said you have white people in your white students in your school saying, oh my
2: god, I, oh my god. So, Bro, I was saying it like, what are you saying? Oh my god! To your people were hung like that, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, but that's. You remember what, his name? No, I don't. Wow. He, he was a weird guy, though. I'm, I wouldn't lie to you. Did anybody report him? Did anybody? Him? I, I did go and report it, but, I mean, they didn't really do anything at that time. So, I was just like, well, I mean, I, I tried. All right. Um, but after I graduated, I heard that he got fired. So Wow. And he had, and he, I think he had, no, forget it. Um, the next place was traveling. I was traveling with my uh, brother, I went to go visit him in uh, Mississippi. All right. Uh, don't ask why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a cool trip. You know, um, got to see my brother's Been a long time. Um, we hung out. He, we hung out and uh, what it was. We were coming from a gathering, from a house gathering. Um, it was it was a cool night. You know, chilling. No one was getting in trouble. It was just my own business. And uh, we were coming home. Um, well, to his apartment And we stopped at a red light And for a brief second I turn my neck And I see a house Door opens And you see a man with a white hood on his head mm. And not, not Desmond's hood I'm talking about Cut eyes, open Masked down, fully in white
0: Take your hood off, man <laughs>
2: Sorry, dude
1: Demonstration, man
2: you said yeah. not like
1: my hoods, I was showing them It's not like the one I
2: have. We all know what kind of hoods we're talking to you, bro You even watched Malcolm X You know what hoods they were wearing, dog.
1: He's getting people who might not be on the same level On the same level mentally We get you You know, it might be a little harder for them to catch up I gotta, gotta demonstrate for them, man We have all kind of people in the audience, guys
2: Anywho, back to my situation um, I don't know if that was pure racism, but I felt the hate all right like I've always experienced like energy and If the energy is not right, yeah. I get out of a situation right. but just from, Like I couldn't even see his eyes, but it was just the fact of pure hate. I can see it you know what I'm saying Yeah. and Once something's like that's in your face. You got to get out of there man so it was just—it was just really weird, and you know, some people still have the Confederate flag, and it's just like you gotta just get—you gotta get over it because it's it ain't nothing's gonna change their minds of how they really feel. Yeah.
1: They
0: gotta
1: mm-hmm. get over nothing. They gotta
0: get over their life. Yeah, they gotta get over that yeah. man. They yeah. Catch a trip with God soon. Yeah. yeah. That's what they told me. Uh, have I experienced racism? I mean, we all have to a certain level, you know, whether it's suppressed. Mm -hmm. You know Or not Whether it comes to Full force or not I think we all Experience some forms Of racism Um I don't personally Believe By the definition That white people can Experience racism Because They Um They've been superior Since Through Since the Since throughout history They've been superior They've been at the top Of the hierarchy So how can you Experience racism When you're at the top. Like, who is going to, who's gonna judge you? You know, like, who is going to, you know, everything, everything works in your favor. Mm-hmm. So, how can you be racist when everything works in your favor, in a sense? You know, so people like us, who have to fight every single day, you know, who have family, who have ancestors, who have brothers and sisters. Who been through, you know, civil rights movement, slavery, um, Jim Crow, Jim Crow uh, Christopher Columbus, um, the Teller Tears with the Native Americans, you know, uh, what happened with um, the, the Japanese, um, you could say um, Pearl Harbor, etc. etc. like these these are all um, systematic plagues mm-hmm that kind of gave birth and stirred the pot of racism which that we all living in today so I think um have we experienced racism yes you know how does it feel man I mean first off you're trying to discover what racism really is you know so when it first hits you you know you're trying to say damn yo like did this really happen to me you know what I'm saying like like, like what like like like
2: you know like, Go ahead. No, Go I, I, was, I was waiting until you're done. I was thinking of something. Yeah. No, no. I'll, Speaking out loud. I'll oh, oh, oh
0: nah. i you off. No, you good. I'm just going to say, like, you see certain things on TV, you know. Um, you watch, you know, movies like Boys in the Hood or Don't Be a Menace, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. And you see different racism being showcased in those films. But at some point, you know, you always think to yourself, this could never happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but then when it does happen to you, like... Holy shit man, like what? Like this is this really happened to me. Um my fondest memories of racism. Um I have one that I um didn't share, no, nobody really knows. Um me and my brother was riding. Um he was riding his bike and I was walking with him. He was 16 at the time as well. And we got stopped by the cops. And um was a time where they made a rule that if you're over a certain age you shouldn't be riding in a um, sidewalk, you should be riding in the street. or If you ride in the street you need a guardian with you. And I was trying to explain to the police officer who stopped us, I don't know whether he had to make a quota or et cetera, et cetera, that I'm his legal guardian from this time frame. You know, I'm in charge of him. You know, he's, under the age, you know, he doesn't. He, he's allowed to do this. It's it's written in law, you know. But when cops start throwing their authority on you, mm-hmm. especially being person of color, you tend to not say anything because you don't wanna you don't wanna upset him in a wrong way that you can either get locked up or even what we've seen throughout history, um, fear for your life. So um, that was one of my fondest memories of racism Um, but I've experienced racism at a store I've experienced racism at my last job that I worked at Um, so there are different scenarios where I have experienced
2: racism you was mentioning something? I was going to say haven't we all experienced racism in our own communities? Um, what do you mean
0: by like you mean like you mean like how other people treat us, yeah. In, in the communities, yeah. To 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 a certain to a certain degree, you could say like the um well. You could say like the Chinese people sometimes have been racist. Um, I I, I experienced that. I like the corner store or the Chinese store, you know, where they just want you to. I mean, we all see the movies, hurry up and buy. <laughs> I mean, that's happened to me and my friends before. You know, they thought that we were gonna steal and do something that we weren't supposed to do. You know, so mm-hmm. to answer your question, Drew, like that's happened to me and my friends growing up. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. You, Desmond, you experience racism in your own community?
1: Yeah, that's I'm about. my <laughs> <laughs> bad. It's on schools and stuff like that. Schools and stuff like that. Um, I mean, like listen, from like the same. Listen listen. Sp- that's what I'm saying. The Spanish girls did not like me. And the Spanish dudes ain't fuck with me either. Everybody looked at me like I was trying to be black because I hung out with all the black kids. My neighborhood was predominantly black. Once again, like I said, I know my roots, and I was raised colorblind. You understand what I'm saying? So going from my neighborhood and then going to school like that, it was different for me. Because, you know, all the people I was cool with, close with, chilled with, I never experienced that with them. And my yeah. family, I never, experienced with, I never experienced that with them. Which is ironic that I went through what I went through in school with the Spanish women and males like not messing with me because they think I'm trying to be black or whatever. The reason why I'm saying is ironic is because like my mom's has dealt with racism in the family. Like there's a I forgot how many how many greats back, but I know there is a great grandmother. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't think she's alive anyway anymore. But there is a great grandmother in my mother's side of the family who was a. Puerto Rican But looks Looks Caucasian Yeah If we being politically correct here Caucasian Blue eyes Blonde hair. Wow mm. And had a distaste And dislike And a certain hatred For black people Yeah And It almost trickled Into my uncles Wow Cause while they they were Really really young Not knowing why They just see that So they developed A fear yeah. You know Are we gonna stay away from them Or you know I've heard stories of The um grandmother like throwing rocks at black kids and shit like, wow. and shit like that. Wow. You know, um luckily like I said it didn't it didn't travel that far. My mother's not like that. My uncles are not like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah man, yeah, that's the that's that's the first time I saw this experience it with you know my own people. After that it was after that is just I wanna say after that and I don't want to downplay nothing. 'Cause I don't wanna say nothing is not serious. Every 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 situation that involves any ounce of racism my voice racism is serious. But the minuscule ones that I dealt it was just people like trying to get over. Um for instance, you know, I'm working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let, let it out be, Let it be. Let it be, bro. Let for it instance, out.
1: you know, I'm working, Doing security at the time. I'm not really the way I've I've done security is I'm not really paying attention to the world's, descript, the world's description. I'm not looking at you because you're white, black, Spanish, Puerto Rico, um, Chinese, whatever. I'm not looking at you for that. You look like you're stealing some shit. I'm going to be watching you, bro. That's my job. Facts. You understand? So there's been a situation where I've approached someone and I was completely right in why I approached them. And instead of just, yeah, you're right. My bad. There you go why oh, why you coming to me? I'm the only black dude here? Oh, because I, I look like a hood dude? I look like I've been in jail? Like, this is a situation that I really, really dealt with. Wow. Just to kind of deflect from what the person really did. But they try to, you know, use that. But I've, I've dealt with that um, in the workplace. And I've also, been, I've also dealt with just blatant disrespect. Like, I've had somebody call me a boy. Like, get out of my face, little boy. Go over there, little boy. Like, this is the one time where I think... I want to say three or four people, but three or all four was holding me back. There's certain things that trigger, and <laughs> I no stopping.
0: Yeah, but my yeah. fault, my fault. No, you good. Not to cut you off, um, cause I experienced that too at the, at the last job, you know, um, where the lady tried to cut the line, um, white lady or whatever, and I'm just following protocol, you know, and I told her she she will not be able to come in, you know. And she accuses me of hitting her when, you know, the situation, after the situation escalated, and then I had to get a manager involved. You know, she told the manager that I was using words with her and I hit her, you know, and I'm just like, there's cameras all around. Like, why would I, and there's a line that's going around the corner. Like, why would I even reach out and put my hands on you? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what gives people this kind of uh, imagination to run with this narrative that they have but they do it and they do it in everyday life you know it's almost like they want to plead you know they want to they they want to get away it's just like the definition says you know they feel that they're superior to you so they could treat you whatever way that you want to be treated you know mm-hmm. like Desmond said when I was in high school I went to catholic school um shout outs to Nazareth Um, Catholic school, for those people who do not know of it, people told me, this is my principal telling me that I will never make it to college, that I will never graduate from high school, you know, and I had a conflict with him and he almost expelled me from the school, you know what I'm saying, and this is a battle that I had to deal with, you know what I'm saying, like, I think that he was out to get me, I personally believe that without being dramatic, without, you know, adding any, you know, fluff into the mix, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know why he didn't like me. I didn't know why, you know, which kind of trickles back into the f- our fourth question. Why does racism exist? You know, like, I really don't know why, I really don't know why, but happy to say, not only did I graduate from high school, I graduated from college, so, mm. you know, That just shows you, anybody who's dealing with racism or anybody who's dealing with a stereotype, per se, can be successful, can follow their dreams and be whomever they choose, excuse me, whomever they choose to be in life. You know, Um, you wanna answer a question four guys or you wanna skip to five?
2: Um, Why does racism exist? I think it exists because people want to make the other people feel fear all right um and not just fear of that one specific race but fear their um their race as well yeah because that that demonstrates you shouldn't be the real enemy is the people who still keep racism alive wow that's true um People gotta realize. We all know racism is an illusion. It's nothing real. Nothing real. It's a. It's. uh, I can't even talk right now. It's like made up. It's a made up ghost story. It's like, come on, man. Like, let's let's wake up. Yeah.
1: Cover up the hatred. That. My apologies, fellas. That white people have for anybody who's not the same color as them. is the hatred that they have for people who are faster, bigger, stronger, more talented, more creative, better looking, better jeans, bigger package, better looking body, better <laughs> girls, everything. It's a hatred that's <laughs> formed from hatred. that when you have these special godly yeah. beings around that package. possess so much. Special and they hate you for it. They, they, special, special package. They cover in the hatred, man. Yeah, yeah. It's animal. hatred, it's hatred. Uh, we're we're naturally better and they hate us for it. It's uh, not even over for it. They cover like, their me.
2: hatred.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know why, I don't know why, man. Who's that lady that you was talking about before the show? Um Jane Elliott. Yeah, Jane Elliott, yeah, man. Uh shout out to Gene you. Gene. Man. Thank you, Jane Elliott. Appreciate you. Oh, that's a real G, right yeah, man. that's a real G, man. For those who don't know, about her, you want to give a little.
2: Um, she's a, okay. Uh, she is a school teacher. All right. Um, I forget where she used to work, but she's a school teacher. Yeah. Um, From she's, the south, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. She started this method after she recently heard about uh, Martin Luther King passing away. She that was his, that was her idol, um, and she believed in him, and the moment she heard that he passed away, it felt like hope was gone. Um, so, few weeks after, she developed this method, it, which is called Brown Eyes versus Blue Eyes Method. So, it's a study to um, see to see how racist um, certain people are. So, the Blue Eyes would be those that are privileged would be living in poverty where the brown eyes that were living in poverty would be superior. Mm-hmm. So within that method, you start to see how things get trickled down and see the actual cause of racism. Yeah, yeah. So once you nip that in the bud, you'll, be, you'll understand the whole method that yes, we are racist in our own way. But if you could stop that right there, this world would be in a whole better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she starts
0: um, intenseful conversations mm-hmm. or dialects or scenarios rather to make people think, you know, and to think right or wrong. You know, am, am I doing this for the right reasons or am I doing this for the wrong reasons? You know, have I, have I been told a lie? or am i experiencing truth you know and i kind of tied this in um to why does racism exist because we all know that it starts off with hate and we commend this this extraordinary lady because she's diligently working on finding a cure to racism if i can say a cure or finding ways to stop racism which I think um, needs to be done you know and she's holding up she's holding up the mirror to those who are racist you know and it's it's interesting like Drew said to watch how people actually break down and you see the discomfort and try to shy away from it and say no I don't have that problem Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying It's, 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 it's crazy man it's crazy um Anybody else want to t- tackle that number four? We want to skip to number five. Why does racism
1: exist? Yeah. I mean. To keep down the people who are faster, stronger, <laughs> better looking, got better bodies, do more, more creative, better package, look better, better women, we just better
0: So, question number five How could we as a people and racism? Do you think racism will ever end? And question number six. The last question, but not least. If you could write racism a letter, what would you say?
1: How can we as a people
0: end racism? Yep, 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 yep. By like teaching our kids the truth.
1: This is just my personal opinion. We can't end racism because you can't change everybody's mind. Got reason it. why I say that is the reason why I say that and the reason why I preach to pay attention to this generation is because I feel like that's honestly the only, not the way to stop it, but a way to slow it down. Mm. To kind of, um, going into something that I said before, right? Everybody was a parent. The natural things, or oh, not even a parent, just natural things in general. You're taught right from wrong. What's the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? Right? These are natural things that we're taught. Someone hits you, what you do? You hit them back. Just natural, small things that we're taught. Which is why I find it fucking stupid for people to not believe that you can't be taught to be racist. Mm-hmm. If you're, if this is coming from the pe- from the people who birthed you, they're teaching you right from wrong. What makes you think they're not gonna teach you about their beliefs what, what they believe in mm. you understand what I'm saying so I don't think it'll ever fully end because we're always gonna have somebody from that lineage that just travels far far back and you know that, that blood Or I might be fucking up the whole terminology but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say as long as there's somebody that's from that bloodline that still thinks that way it's gonna always be around so in my opinion, I don't think it'll ever stop. But the same way we're able to coincide in certain neighborhoods and not have issues, I think that's a place to where we can get to collectively. But as far as it completely stopping, there's too many people that think that way, that's, that's set in them ways, that have been, been thinking that way for so, so many years. And at the same time, I'm pretty sure we've experienced situations with friends where you might get upset and there's an argument and then certain things are said. And they like they you know they'll clean it up by oh, we just friends it was the heat of the moment they know I don't really mean it, but to the other person it's like bro you, you really feel that way. Like I didn't I had some things said to me, and had the person say oh I just said it out of anger No, nah, I'm not taking like that because like this is how you feel like, so. Until we stop I guess the, the, the generational, part of it, just teach our kids differently. And not teach them things because of personal experiences only. You know, um, there's a, a lot of people who have someone in their family who had a bad situation with a certain race. And that's what they base their whole thought process against the whole race, you know, of is just from that moment. So because that one person did whatever to you, you don't like the whole race, and now you're teaching your kids. All because of that one moment. So until we stop that. Then I can say, all right, maybe there's a possibility of ending it, but there's always a process. That To me, that's just the first process. Teach the kids differently. Got it, got it. And then, you know, just kind of go from there. But at the end of the day, old people are old people, man. When you got 80 years of just one thing, it's kind of hard to change your mind. I don't want to change mind, right? Right, right.
0: right I'll think back on that. Number five, I'm just answering it simple. Simplified excuse me rather, um, education. Well, the more we experience the truth, the more we'll learn. Um, number six, if I could write a letter to racism, what would I say? It would just be to love yourself and to speak the truth. Um, I'll keep it short and simple with that, and just, just express truth and love yourself and um, to end racism. Just education and truth. Do I think it will ever end? I think there's a possibility that racism could end. Um, the more people that learn, excuse me, the more people that learn about racism and the more truth that's been being exploited, um, the more people can wake up and realize that
2: this thing has to be fixed and it's wrong. So, um, What I think um, is it all starts in the home. Um, teach your kids the ultimate truth um, Just be very very honest with them and um, mm-hmm. don't let your past define your future because mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day once we're gone, it's this world is up to our kids or our future grandkids or whoever um, They have to take on this world by themselves once we're gone. So as we're here now, Let's teach them the correct thing. And if I were to write a letter to racism, I would just say, love yourself and just know your worth. Mm. Um, Don't be jealous of because one person's better than you in one thing. You don't know if that person can be jealous of you for being good at something else. You know what I'm saying? So everyone wants to be great in something, but at the same time, there's no reason to be jealous because he or she's better than you in one thing when you have the whole entire world to do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you you may not be a great businessman, but who knows, you could be a great florist that, and you can learn the business aspect. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you have a lot of gifts. Don't beat yourself up. If you're starting to feel hate, stop it right now. Think about it and then Retaliate and see what happens then. Just don't go straight for the hate. Got it, got it, got it. Does anything
1: to add to that? or? Um, yeah, just to add a little bit. If you focus on... If every race, every single race, focuses on what we can do to help each other, I think that's the start. If I had to write a letter, that's what I would put. Some just... A way for all of us to help each other. And a way to do that is to elaborate on what Drew was just saying, right? Just because someone can do something a little better than you or have something that you may not have doesn't necessarily mean that that's a space for you to be jealous or for you to hate them. I'm not the best when it comes to just mingling with people and networking being in public. I hate people. You understand me? Lottie and Drew is great at it. We help each other when it comes to weaknesses or strengths. I'm terrible when it come to taking pictures, so I hit Drew up. He's a master with it. You understand what I'm saying? I have a certain level with writing. Drew might hit me up to talk about the poetry thing, and vice versa with a lot of they producing. Just everything. The point I'm trying to make is if we focus on what we, if we focus more on what we can do to help each other and to create a balance for everyone to fit comfortably, then there's no issue with a problem that I believe this world has and I'm saying this world, not just America, this world has, is there's always a a one-at-a-time rule. There's always this unwritten one-at-a-time rule. One person can be at the top at a time. One person can have this at a time. One person can do this. If we eliminate that mind state of one-at-a-time, and that's not even towards everything, but one-at-a-time in general with that, then there will be enough room to build in a way that we never build. And just the matter that I just said, if we, focus, if we focus more on what we can do to help each other, what I may be lacking that you may have, or what you may be lacking that I may have, and figure out a way to bring that together so the puzzle is fit and not looking like two fucked up pieces, then everything else after that is easy, because we're not seeing competition, And and this might be a wrong way to look at it, and if you feel differently, please comment down below, but in the grand scheme of things, that's how I look at it we the minorities have has have always been looked at excuse me have always been looked at as competition hidden in the word of superior or, or inferior or whatever when you, when you look at a person you never had a conversation with them you don't know anything about them nothing but you automatically assume that this person is better than you and everything, so your only thought is to what can I do to break that down? That's true. Mm-hmm. Imagine, not, not even imagine, it's happening now. That's a continued cycle. It's happening, it's happening, yeah. it's happening. You didn't engage with that person. You didn't try to pick that person's brain, brain or pick, strength, pick um, strength and weaknesses. And I know a lot of people watching right now, like, they probably wasn't thinking about that back then. But I can't say that, because the same way we got all these calendars and these great paintings from back then, Let's me know that somebody was level headed enough to think in a certain manner. Yeah. Mm. But decided not to because of all of these insecurities. Let's focus more on what we can do to help each other, pick each other up. And everything is smooth after that, man. Got it, got it. Great words, great words. Yeah. Reverend Bonet, Reverend Bonet.
0: Preach on, preach on, preach on. Preach on. Only
1: on Sundays. So
0: I think that uh, is a (laughs) takeaway. For the general public, you know I think um, we don't have to speak on that You know, is there any remarks That we want to leave
1: The the viewers, any remarks Um I know we, we joke a lot And you know, we have a lot of You know, middle comments and stuff like that When it comes to this specific topic And this specific episode, just Really, really listen to everything We're saying and just try to Dissect it and form your own opinion Behind it, and like I keep repeating Um express your thoughts, your comments and suggestions in the comment section. In the comments section. So we'll be able to interact with you guys and also know what you think of what we answered and also give your own answers. Like, matter of fact, do that. Right now, pause this video and I want you to remember everything we listed one through six. And... Give your answers on that. It'll be in the description down below, just in case you don't want to rewind back to see it. But give us your answers to all six questions. And, you know, no never know what got me, man. Yeah, yeah, if I had anyone remark,
0: it would be to research. And that's it, man. And if you don't know who Miss Elliot is, please look her up and see some of the work that she has done. You will get a better um, description of what racism is. Um and you can choose what you want to do with that.
2: Um, So yeah. Um, Last remark, I would say, learn to love and learn to forgive. Mm. Because once you learn to forgive yourself, the world is your oyster, man. Just learn to forgive yourself.
1: But don't forget, because at the end of the day is what makes you who you are.
0: Got it, got it, got it. So that was us with Season. Number one, episode number four, right here. I go by the name Alade. My name is Drew, Desmond Bonet, and he ain't French. Ah, <laughs> you just listen to are you listening radio. radio. Radio signing off, signing off. Thank you so much, guys. So thank you so much.
1: Comment, guys. subscribe, like, tune in to the next episode. Man. Instagram ay radio, w-a-y-l
0: radio excuse me check us out there okay. so it looks crazy here but here I have two eggs all right and this is a demonstration you could do for kids if you're in a school or a kindergarten class or you're just trying to bring awareness to racism all right so you have two eggs you have a white egg and you have a brown egg all right now in society what do we tell people we're different you tell people that the white egg is superior to the brown egg right they look different right you have a white egg and you have a brown um, egg egg. thank you Drew the perfect scenario is the white doll and a brown doll Mm. in in school we've all seen this on YouTube we all seen this on national TV when they show people um, of color you know and people who are not of color, the little dolls, which one do they like better? Everybody gravitates to the white. Why? They say the black one is ugly. They see, this is ugly. Mm. All right? When you look in the middle of both of these, you realize that we're all the same.
1: those of y'all who can't see or you might just be only tuned into the audio he just cracked the egg and poured the yolk into a cup
0: this is the white egg right here i still have this right here you can see it's kind of glary. this is the brown egg this is the white egg that already went in it you already see how it looks right here you see how this looks right here white egg brown egg
1: Cracked the brown
0: egg. And I cracked the brown egg right here. And when you look at it, you see how there's two eggs in it. Twins. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers, <laughs> sisters. We bleed the same colors, people. We are, we are all the same. All right? There's 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 no difference. We're all born the same, and we're going to go exit the same way. You know? And this is the demonstration of how we are all alike. Endo time that we understand this is the time that the world can be a better place we have a long way to go to becoming like this but the minute we become like this is the minute that every other problem in the world becomes better just because of this so that's the demonstration you can show your kids you can show um people in workshops um at work if you want to um etc etc so thank you